Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Play 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly. As soon as it drops, we're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up because you know where this rubble and dust is. We'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, Everybody, happy Thursday. Uh, yeah, I think this is the last day I'm going to be doing this show from uh, from the home studio uh, as I as I continue to mend here uh, for whatever has been ailing me. I appreciate Jeffrey holding it down. Um, uh, today on the radio show, it is Thursday, and so we will have Chris Harrington straight up at ten o'clock, and then. Writer than right trivia. Jeffrey, what's the surprise today? What's the prize today? Jeff, we have four passes to Holiday Wonders at the Garden. Four passes to go see the Holiday Wonders at the Garden. Holiday Wonders at the Garden. Go ahead and have a festive time at the Panic Garden with Holiday Wonders. That is, and, and you last lost when? Uh, Jeff, we, we're only focused on today. 
right. we don't live all in I the have past. To play out or play. All I have to it was whenever the power went out in like July. It's just incredible. It's just incredible. Um, uh, so that's the lineup. Chris Harrington straight up ten o'clock, and then we'll play right up in and right, right trivia after that. How much do you credit the great Bobby Alston for your uh, for your expertise when it comes to trivia? Your ability to focus on just the game in front of you, uh, to focus on just the process, and not. Um, and not get caught up in the headlines. How much of that? I mean, Jeff, I don't want uh, to say to your great coach. I don't want to say all of it, but I would say probably ninety-five percent of it. <laughs> you know, no one, no one taught me how to see the field in front of me, Jeff. We never took any game for granted. Uh, uh, you know, you had to prepare each and every week as if you were playing for a championship, and that all starts with Coach Alston. Yeah, uh, in case you all missed it. Um, I think John Varlas broke the news uh, yesterday, uh, certainly wrote a lovely piece about Bobby Austin, and after nearly five decades uh, coaching at MUS is stepping down. That's just staggering when I think about it. Nearly five decades of coaching high school football and high school track and field. Um, your thoughts? Uh, it's been a heck of a run. Um you know, uh, I, I, I'm not enough of a high school football historian to sit there and go, Coach is the, the greatest in, in Memphis history. But I don't know how many other guys have four state championships, four runners up. He also has, I believe, two state championships as an assistant. Uh, I think another four or five state championships as a track and field coach. And, you know, I, I feel like... He was in charge of the MUS athletic department when, you know, consistently MUS was pretty competitive in just about everything. Like, I, I, I find it hard to believe there's a lot of people that have as big of a claim to be as impactful in the high school sports scene as he did. Also instrumental in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl high school all-star game. Um, I, he, I find it hard to believe there's going to be a lot of people that have, have had as much influence on the high school scene as he has. Yeah, and I think it's just a reminder. Like you hear college coaches all the time talking about how they really are in it to mold young men, whatever. And 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 the truth of the matter is, if you are really interested in uh, molding young men and molding young women, you're a high school coach. You know that that's who really is. You're taking kids who are whatever. What are they? Fourteen when you first get them or something? You know, who are just trying to figure out what it's like to be. You know. Uh, growing up in this world and figuring out their way and trying to learn good habits and all of that. And you are literally, those are the folks who are, you are literally molding and you're not getting paid big bucks to do it. Um, being a high school coach um, uh, or middle school coach or well, is a labor of love. And Bobby Austin, one of the best who's ever done it. And uh, uh, so hat tip, hat tip to him uh, as he, as he steps uh, off the field, hands and the whistle, um, et cetera. Um, all right, I did think I did think it was good news um, to get the notification from the Grizzlies that John ja Morant will be speaking tomorrow um, to the media for the first time in advance of his return to play. Now, mind you. We heard John Morant speaking just earlier this week. Yes, we did. Uh, it was it was from a witness stand, and um, and so that was interesting in and of itself. But as the Grizzlies uh, 
come off their loss to Houston last night, um, it's like we can finally breathe. Um, John Morant is going to be speaking to the media tomorrow. And I will tell you right now that what he says, it's interesting. Like, of course it doesn't matter, right? Like what matters is actions. And I think you'll hear that from the Grizzlies and from everyone going forward. There's been plenty of people who have said the right things, um, uh, and then gone out and screwed up again or shown that they're unrepentant or un, un, they have an inability to change or all of that, right? And so Jock ja can't make everything right um, and can't, can't establish that he has changed with whatever he says tomorrow. That, that can't be done. The, the, the evidence will be submitted over weeks and months and years, not tomorrow when he speaks. Having said that, I do think the tone can be reflective of the mindset, right? For example, contrast that with Draymond Green. Draymond Green, who, uh, who we learned, and I was surprised and pleased that the NBA has done what they are doing, which is suspending Draymond Green indefinitely, which is how the first John Morant suspension. I was going to say, Draymond actually, I think, got the full Morant for the first suspension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what they did with John originally. They, they suspended him indefinitely. And the NBA has uh, now suspended Draymond Green indefinitely. But um, all you have to do is listen to Draymond Green and you know that, and you knew there was no chance of him changing because he didn't wish to change. Like his his unapologetic, defiant, um, self justifying tone telegraphed that that Draymond Green was going to continue to be Draymond Green in the way that, and assaulting players on the court. And so, no, you can't in a in, in the way you you talk about. Uh, uh, your life or the, your changes or what you've been through or whatever, you cannot, um, you cannot win the day, but I do think you can signal a mindset. And I think there will be in the way that, I mean, obviously Jaws remarks tomorrow will be hyper analyzed. Um, just as his last remarks were, you know, when he came back the last time were hyper analyzed. And the truth of the matter is you go back there now you go back and look at those remarks now, and what you'll see, if you, is is a fair amount of defiance in the way that he talked about things. Certainly, when he was asked about whether he had a drinking problem, he immediately snapped back, "No drinking problem." But then, when he was asked about other incidents where he'd done anything wrong. He immediately snapped back and said, I can't wait till the truth can come out and we're going to see I never did anything wrong. Um, so I do think it can be reflective of a mindset. Um, that's the limit of it, though. It can't, we can't come back tomorrow and say, my God, thank, it's wonderful that Jaws is, is never going uh, to have a misstep again. Your thoughts on, on what we might get hearing from John tomorrow? Yeah, I, I agree with everything that you just said there. I am... I'm cautiously optimistic because, you know, we haven't we haven't seen a ton of Jaw, but from what we have seen of Jaw, I do feel like this is the first time where the reality of his actions kind of sat in, and I think he is aware. 
I think he's more like he is more aware of what he does and doesn't have to do. I think he probably recognized and come to the conclusion like the John Morant business took a massive hit, and I, I think he's accepting of that. I'm I'm optimistic because I think he's going to make ch- make choices that will be reflective of caring more about the the John Morant basketball brand now. This, by the way, was Draymond Green after his last suspension. Um, he said, uh, "He said, am I collecting the lesson that I need to collect from this?" This was at the end of his last suspension for choking Rudy Gobert. Am I collecting the lesson that I need to collect from this? The reality is that the lesson people think you need is never the right one because they don't know anything about you. The message and the lesson is 100% no one's business. Does that sound like a man who is who is particularly contrite? No, no. I, I, I told I told Mark. You know how like the new the new blowhard thing of the new tell of that someone's about to be full of it. If if they get up in front of the media and go, y'all know me. Whatever follows, y'all know me is about to just be complete and utter BS. It's just going to be a justification. Right. It's going to be a justification for doing what he wants to do. Yeah. Is it weird when you say you're optimistic? Yeah. I guess I'm kind of optimistic. It's a weird thing to say. Like, I was at a event recently where someone, just people are sitting around talking, and someone asked the question just randomly. This is the kind of parlor game you can play in Memphis now. Do you think Jai is going to have changed? Like, do you think he's going to like yeah, no. it? Like, uh, I'm now starting to get the, to your point. Like, I get the group chat. Like, so what do you think now when he comes back? I think people, it, it is a parlor game in Memphis to weigh in on. Do you believe we've seen the end of John Morant screwing up or not? And people have their various opinions. It feels like it's uh, 50-50 in many ways. But I kind of am with you. I kind of think, I don't know. Why do you think he will have changed? Um, there's been a few little things. Uh, there have been a few little things. I don't know like what I can actually say publicly, but there have been a few things that to me suggest like, oh, for the first time, like I think he gets it. And it, it's been like conscious choices that he's made. And again, I, I feel like I've been someone that's been a – a little bit more realistic about all this. And I find myself, I find myself in, in, you know, a hopeful, optimistic perspective. Well, it's pretty clear. Um, the, the reception for Ja when he returns will be deafening, right? When he returns in Memphis, it will be deafening. Yes. Um, even as much as people begrudge him and, and hold him responsible for what has happened with the Grizzlies, um, I think there's a real sense of you let your team down and all of that. But, you know, you see it all the time. Whenever someone else is disciplined, whether it's or not disciplined, whether it's Josh Giddy or Draymond Green or whatever else, what do Memphians say over and over and over again? They're like, well, what look at Jai got screwed. Look at Jai got screwed. There is a – I don't think I – don't, I don't, I'm not saying it's a – but I think there is a real defensiveness about Jai, a protectiveness about Jai. And, and and that's – some of it's just obvious because it, it, he's the ticket. Like, he's the ticket to the way back, right? Sure. We, we, see, we, see, we, we see what his absence has meant, and so people can't wait for him to come back. 
But so publicly, he will absolutely be embraced. Privately, there will be some that are highly skeptical, and there will be some that are uh, optimistic. And of course, it won't matter whether we're optimistic or we're sure. skeptical. The facts will be what the facts will be. The future will hold what the future will hold. It's not enough to say that, well, he, of course he's going to fly right because the impact on his business has been such. Because if so, he wouldn't have done the second time, right? Sure. Like already he had done extraordinary damage to his to his career at that point. Um, I guess I think... I, I think, though, thing. like c- comparing and contrasting those two things, when he came back the last time, I just, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was, A, it was weird. You got the real defiant stuff, like... And again, if 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 he comes out tomorrow and it's still more defiance and whatnot, like I reserve the right to change my opinion. But right. I've sensed a very different attitude this time than I did even after the first suspension. Well, just seeing the way that he could break down checking a ball so calmly is for sure. No question. I mean, <laughs> the back of those, those those crisp passes, the crisp passes. Yeah. No. Well, that's the other the other thing that's changed, of course is the whole NBA universe around him has changed. Like, there are now, if you, a year ago, did a draft of every player under 25, Ja might have been the first or second one taken. Luca probably would have been the first one taken, right? But Ja would have been right there. Now, people can tick off, you know, Tyrese Maxey, Tyrese Halliburton, you know, I mean, there's there's, uh, De'Aaron Fox, like, there's a million, it feels like, young players who have Anthony Edwards, who have surpassed him in the NBA consciousness. And that has to gall him. Don't you think? Like, Oh, absolutely. He, I mean, well, now, just to your point, like, you know, you used to not be able even to turn on an, an NBA game and see some promo that didn't include, didn't include something of Ja. Well, now... Now you can't turn one on and see something that includes Ja. And now his highlights are being used against him, weaponized against him in the court of law as they're being shown over and over as, uh, as, uh, by, the, uh, by the plaintiff's attorney to indicate his power and powerfulness of yes. his right arm. Uh, Imagine anyway. that force coming at you. Um, so there you go. So I was glad to see that uh, Ja will be talking tomorrow. I'm going to presume I'm healthy enough to go to that event. I'll be healthy enough to be in studio tomorrow. Um, we'll get to the Grizzlies game last night as well. But then the other thing we is have to- Penny, Hart- Penny Hardaway is going to be talking today uh, in advance of the Clemson game uh, Saturday as the Memphis Tigers take on Clemson on an ESPN Plus game, by the way. People have been asking me, surely they're going to move that. I don't think there's any sense that they're going to move that. If you want to see the game, you're going to have to go to the game if you don't have ESPN Plus. Penny joined Jason and John yesterday. And I want to start by giving credit to Penny for journey for doing that because it's very clear they they did it, Penny did it, because they are motivated to get people in the building. That's the reason. It's not, with all due respect, Penny wasn't aching to talk to Jason and John, right? Like, yes. But the folks over at the University of Memphis have to know that this is far and away the most listened to uh, sports talk outlet in the city. 
Um, the truth of the matter is, it's the biggest talk outlet in the city by a large margin. There's not really a number two. Um, and they want folks to come to that game. And I think it's it shows an awareness, uh, you know, and it, they're doing what they have to do to get people in the building. And I credit them for that. Don't you? Like, I mean, Absolutely. very clearly... Stansbury was complaining about the attendance, and it's one thing to complain about attendance, but if you're going to complain about attendance, which was silly anyway because that was for meaningless games, but if you're going to complain about attendance, it's incumbent on you to do what you can to improve attendance. Yeah, and absolutely. so my understanding, is, my understanding is they reached out to, to 92.9 to did. see if Penny would, could come on to talk about, and it's very clearly, don't you think that's why he did it? Yes, absolutely. I mean, this was definitely because, you know, if you look at it, it wasn't like, oh, I'm coming on because I got something to say about, you know, uh, uh, about offensive scheme or rotations. It was, you know, it was clearly designed to get people in the building. Yeah. Well, it, it, well, and not only that, it was at the very least a little bit awkward um, in terms of like there were things that clearly Penny does not want to talk about. Uh, including the addition of a certain new player, and including the possible reinforcement, absence. reinforcement, R- right? Uh, the uh, Jason and John, you, you sort of feel obligated to ask about Naquan Tomlin and his addition to the team because that's the news that everybody cares about and is focused on now, and about then secondarily, what in the world's happening with Jordan Brown, and so. Uh, they did. They said, are you expecting any kind of reinforcements uh, is the way that I think it was Jason. Jason asked. I think Jason asked that. Are you expecting any kind of reinforcements? And Penny just very quickly brushed it off and said, nah, the guys I got are the guys who I got. Uh, and then asked about Jordan Brown. He said, still just sick. Just like you, Jeff. Just like me. Although, in fairness, I only became sick. This week. That's true. Uh, You're not going on week Brown, three. Jordan Brown is going on week three. At, at some point, isn't this preposterous? I mean, whatever. Nobody cares, right? Nobody nobody cares. No, I mean, I don't think it's why? preposterous because I never believed it to begin with. But why, why is it necessary to go with the fiction? Like, why do you need to... Why can't you just say he's, you know, taking some time away from the program? Why do you have to put out the lie that he's sick? Uh, what, what, is, what are you to be gained by putting out the lie that he's sick? I mean, I guess the, the argument... Nobody cares. The argument know that he's not... The argument would be, like, if he's uh-huh. taken a step away from the program that, you know, he's not, maybe not as dependable, whereas if he's sick, it's it's a little bit more palatable that he's not with the team. It's ridiculous. Well, yeah. It's ridiculous. But, I mean, Amani, remember when Amani had a biomechanics back injury? Is that what that was? Yeah, that was it. But when he Which was not an actual thing, yeah, it was he had a biomechanics back yes. injury. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with telling people? I really do think it's like, I guess I get to this point. Like, what is wrong with saying Jordan Brown has some decisions to make, and he stepped away briefly, you know, from the program for now, and uh, you know, well, he'll put resolves itself and whatever else. I, it just seems stupid. Honestly, it seems silly to me. We all know what's happening. There's nothing honestly dishonorable about wondering about your place in the program, whatever else. 
college kids all the time might take a couple of days, go home for the weekend, think about whether they're athletes or not. It's stupid. It's a stupid lie to be telling, and it makes them look ridiculous over and over again. Again, it doesn't matter. The program is rolling. They're 7-2. and two. They're playing Clemson, and I credit Penny for I credit Penny for coming on because he very clearly cares about getting people into the building. And you uh, listeners out there, if you want to see the university, like I don't, I don't think there has been a moment in Memphis basketball since maybe the first year of the Wiseman stuff before Wiseman left the team where you could feel as optimistic about where your team is headed than this team right now. It's probably fair, but like even like if you think about the Wiseman thing, that quickly by game one or whatever game two, remember it started to get weird. You had Gary, you had Gary asking. Yeah, about but we the- didn't think he was going to leave. There was still that was still great hope for that team, and then they came in. Listen, you were you were then they went to. I remember we flew to uh, Portland to watch him play Oregon. And even then, there wasn't some thought that, hell, when James Hopwiseman walked away from the team at the end, we were still stunned. What? He's not coming back ever? What? Because well, it was like what right the after the, the big win in Knoxville, and you were starting to do the, like, I think they'd won, like, was it eight straight or nine straight? And you're doing the math like, yeah. man, they're doing all this without him. Like, imagine what right. it's going to be you're when it comes add back. Him. Yeah, I think back then there was easily as much optimism. But the point is, we're having to reach that far back to to a moment when you could feel as good about the program as you do right now. I think that's true. Um, and so, you know, you get a, 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 a nationally ranked Clemson team coming into Memphis. They've been away. They've done yeoman work. I do believe, I don't, I, you know, I, I, me telling you that they deserve to have a massive crowd isn't going to deliver them a massive crowd. I've never believed that. But I think that uh, that, that the team does Hold on. As much I wasn't as- going to go, but Calkins told me, get in the car, y'all. <laughs> right, exactly. But I do think the team... I do think the team deserves to have a massive crowd. So I wanted to talk to about. The, I wanted to open by talking about those two uh, those two um, availabilities. Uh, Penny's today when he who knows what he'll say. Uh, that's a, mo- a little more a detail about any possible additions, and then Jaws tomorrow. In terms of the Grizzlies last night, um, well, Jared was good. Uh, Jaron with 44 points. It's funny though. There was a moment. There was a moment. They were at the end of the third. It was 82-81. Yeah. They were down. By, they were down by a single point, and Jaron needed a blow. Right. Yep. Of course he does. Right. Yeah. Because by, I mean, by the time he comes in at 10:26 of the fourth quarter, they're down by seven. Yeah. And that was that. Like, you just, they have nothing. And it's, it's one of the points you've made. The problem is, obviously, you know Desmond Bain last night. It's just ridiculous. You're missing Desmond Bain. You're missing Ja. You're missing Marcus Smart. And you're, and you're missing Luke Kennard. Come on. Seriously? This is, that's silliness. Um, and so, um, you know, you got 19 points from Derrick Rose, Vince Williams, 10 and 7, whatever. But the wings, apart from that, are just atrocious. Do we think the Zaire experiment is over? So I mean, is, is the jury's in? Do we think the jury? So is in? my my 
my yeah. I've told Chris my half-baked theory is that he's getting more run now because his final like his final chance or opportunity however you want to say it Zaire plays his best when he's playing with Ja and I think they're ramping him up so that when Ja comes back that's, oh, that's an interesting theory that that's his that's his shot because I do think the writing's on the wall yeah, I mean, he's pathetic. He had a couple of uh, wide-open threes that could have been meaningful. He goes 0 from 6 from 3. Again, it's one game, and, one, and players can hit or miss shots, but it's not one game, of course. Right, I mean, it's, it's, not, we, it's, not, like, it's, it's not like what we saw was an anomaly. No, it's what we've seen from him and seen from him and seen from him. So um, he goes 0 from 6 from 3. Jake LaRavia uh, gets some run again. He's 0 of 3 from 3, 2 of 6 overall. Jalen Noel... Uh, I, the little burst of God, we got to sign him. That certainly has gone away. Uh, this is going to be it for him. O of two from three. O of three, uh, zero of three overall. Uh, Conchar missed his only three. So between them, Zaire, Laravia, Noel, and Conchar, they were. Uh, so o for six. O for six. O of twelve. O for six. O for eight. Uh, 0 for 1, yeah, yeah, 0 for 12. Yeah, they were 0 of 12 from 3, uh, those guys. So um, not exactly not exactly an inspirational performance. Jaron, obviously, uh, 44 points, career high. He's now back-to-back games of 40 or more points. The only other player who's ever done that for the Grizzlies is John Morant, who did that two years ago. Sort of interesting that Santi didn't play in the second half. Um, Taylor Jenkins said he did not have his best stuff. They didn't need someone to make shots. He did make some shots, but the truth of the matter is Santi in 16 minutes, again, imperfect stat, Santi in 16 minutes was minus 11. Yeah, I'm um, willing to give him a pass because of everything we just mentioned. That's who he was playing with, by the way. Yeah, I think Taylor Jenkins though, saw something else because he didn't blame him in the second half. Yeah, right? I, I'm, so. I'm guessing that had to do with defensive effort. Uh, yeah, I think it had to do with yeah. Uh, and so the Grizzlies find themselves now six and a half back, six and a half back, and um, I think it means they're toast. Yeah, I, I, I think that I, I think that's I've been here. too much. Yeah, you know, like you you look at the Lakers, right? The Lakers, oh, the Lakers last year they were terrible and they climbed into the into the play-in, right? Well, yeah, uh, was, they had LeBron Anthony Davis, but yeah, not even no. I, I went and looked it up. The Lakers, the worst they ever were, was on December twenty fifth. They were thirteen and twenty. Okay, now that is considerably better than the Grizzlies are now six and what? What are the Grizzlies? Six, six and, and seventeen, Jeff. Yeah. So six and seventeen. The Grizzlies, in order to get to thirteen and twenty, they would have to go seven have, and three. Would have to go seven and three over the next ten. Okay, this is a late. This is when the Lakers were their furthest out. They were thirteen and twenty, and Minnesota in the tenth slot was uh, was sixteen and seventeen. So how many games out were they? They were thirteen and twenty. Minnesota in the tenth spot was sixteen and seventeen. They were two or three games out. No, I mean the thing is when everyone keeps doing the well, it's only you know four, it's only five, it's only six and a half. Y'all, they've only played twenty three games. Do you realize how hard it is to be six and a half back of tenth? Crazy. 
Yeah, no, it's now, now mind you, they're not just getting job back. They're getting job back and Marcus Smart back and Luke Kennard back and not Desmond Payne back. So they're getting a lot of players back, but I just think they're done. I think they're done. Um, it, it, like the hope was to to stay within shouting different distance so you could be talk yourself into can they and who knows maybe they go on a 12 game winning streak at some point and it, you know they pull one in two or three of but right now they're six and a half back and by the way by the time Ja gets back it's probably going to be more than that <laughs> right it's likely it's to be, be it's likely to be at least seven it's likely to be at least seven so um that looks a little bit grim all right we have uh, chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock um, we've got uh, Writer Than Write trivia after that busy day today. Before then, I will tell you, if, you are, uh, if you're looking for someone to take your friends and family for the holiday season, Bounty on Broad is a great place to go. Honestly, I've said this before, like just going to Broad Avenue and walking up and down Broad Avenue and ducking in to see in the shops, is like it's a great way to find stocking stuffers and, and things to get for people um, for the holidays. And then you make it really festive by just, on the corner there, two-story building, there is Bounty, one of the truly beautiful restaurants in Memphis, which, as my old friend Jennifer Biggs used to say, it just has a happy vibe, too. Like, it's got really high-end food, really high-end service, everything you could possibly want. But it's joyous. Like, it's a really happy place. The the, the food is served family-style. And so whether you're getting the lamb shank, whether you're getting the uh, pork belly confit, the fried oysters, uh, whatever it is, the Brussels, um, it's uh, it's a fabulous experience to take someone or a group for the holidays. It's Brownie on Broad, 410-813-1410-813-12519, Broad Avenue. Back in a moment, the Jeff Calkin Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Trista Crick with BetQL. The college basketball season has reached the quarter mark, and there's only one team that's unbeaten against the spread, the number one ranked Arizona Wildcats, who are 8-0 and overall and have covered every game. What's more impressive, that includes wins over Duke, Michigan State, and Wisconsin. Next game is against Purdue, and you know what? I like them to cover that one as well. Look for them to make a deep run in March for this Wildcats team. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books and bet smarter with BetQL. Download the BetMGM app today. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day. 
and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life. Especially for you. Yeah, this year you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want. Finally. And if you need a little more pep in your step, get yourself a refreshing Peppermint Frosty Cream Cold Brew. Or you can give it to your mom. Whatever. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Vanilla Frosty is temporarily unavailable. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellis, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, straight lines seem wavy, like when looking at a doorframe. For others, blurry or missing spots can make it hard to read or see loved ones' faces. Many have trouble seeing in low light, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you've been diagnosed with AMD and notice vision changes, don't wait. Talk to your eye doctor about GA today. Learn more at gawontwait.com. That's gawontwait.com. Hey, if you listen to the station, you know uh, we do uh, a bunch of commercials for sports betting uh, operations and apps, and, and most people enjoy them and uh, have fun with them, and some people even make a little bit of money, and they add to their enjoyment of sports. But for about 5% of the folks who gamble, it becomes a problem. And for those folks, there is the gambling clinic. The gambling clinic was established in 1999. They're gambling neutral. They don't think gambling's bad or awful or anything else. They just understand that some people struggle a little bit with its impact on their lives. And so they work individually with people. The goal is eight to 10 um, sessions, weekly sessions, um, so people can put gambling in its proper perspective in their life. Um, if you're interested, if you have someone uh, in your family uh, that struggles with this, or if you struggle with this, get in touch with the Gambling Clinic. It's thegamblingclinic.com. Make the season extraordinary when you shop the spectacular holiday collection at Sissy's Log Cabin. From engagement rings to designer jewelry, you'll save on gifts everyone will love, all while enjoying the Sissy's promise of unmatched service and experience at any of our six locations or online at sissyslogcabin.com. Embrace the magic of the season only at Sissy's Log Cabin, official jeweler of the Memphis Grizzlies and the Memphis Tigers, because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. Oh, oh, oh. I just left those Ford and Toyota dealers. Oh, oh, oh. You ought to see their selection of new cars and trucks. Oh. <laughs> and you should see their prices. 
Santa trades a Sunrise Buick GMC truck. Top trade-in for old sleds, immediate financing, a true bargain lot with cars and trucks under $99.95. And remember, Sunrise specializes in first-time buyers. Want to buy a car or truck and have some left over for the holidays? SunriseMemphis.com. Coming to Pipe, Wolf Chase, and Collierville. Happy holidays. Oh. The holidays are here, and Massage Envy wants you to spread the holiday cheer. And the best way is to give the gift of wellness this year. Stop by any one of the Massage Envy locations and pick out the best bundle for that special someone from a fa-la-la facial to an Elf Express massage package. There is one for everyone on your list. In Collierville at Carriage Crossing, at Poplar and Exeter, in Midtown on Union, and Germantown Parkway. Or call 901-290-2234 and give the gift of wellness. How's the Christmas shopping going? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought. But Frontier Western Store will make it a lot easier. Everyone loves something from Frontier. They have thousands of coats, shirts, and boots. Outfit the entire family today. Looking for a Carhartt beanie? Frontier has every color they make. You'll find a whole wagon full of beanies. You'll also run into the largest selection anywhere of in-stock Carhartt and Ariat jackets and coats. They have endless aisles, an astounding collection at amazing prices. Don't forget Get the boots, work boots, and dress boots from Rocky, Dan Post, and especially Ariat. Frontier is the place to shop for name brand boots at the lowest prices every day. Way lower than chain stores and online. Thousands of boots in all sizes for men, women, and children. Not sure what to get? Frontier gift cards are always the right size, color, and price. Frontier Western Store, 5880 Goodman Road in Olive Branch. Or shop online 24-7 at FrontierWesternStore.com. Locally owned and operated since 1960. It's Howie with Robert Irwin Jewelers, and everyone remembers every moment of their engagement. I really love selling engagement rings, Danny. You know why? Because an engagement ring is so special. It's the first time two people commit to each other, and I want to be part of that story. At Robert Irwin Jewelers, you got to come in. you got to see all the different engagement rings we have. We're having a huge bridal sale. It's going on now. I'm going to give you the confidence to get down on one knee, pop open the box. You're going to get a yes. That's what it's all about. We've got free financing, five locations, or online at RIG. Jewelers.com. We're talking with Justin Wynn, the GM of Red River Ford Toyota in Wynn. Good morning, Justin. Hey, Dennis. It's good to be here. I'm glad to be on Memphis Radio. I tell you, we've got a lot of good things going on. For the last couple years, you've seen dealers battle the shortage of new car inventory. You've seen prices on new cars going up. Well, those days are coming to end. We've been able to build a supply of new car inventory sitting here on the lot. So you're actually able to come by, look at vehicles, drive vehicles, push the button, smell that new car smell. I've got plenty of new Toyotas sitting here in stock. I've got new Ford sitting here in stock. I have access to over 700 quality pre-owned vehicles. So if you don't see something that's going to fit your needs and wants, please let us know. More than likely, we have that at one of our other locations. I'll deliver it straight to your driveway, just like I will with any vehicle purchase. There's no need to cross the river and come over, but you do need to give us a call. 870-238-7770. And of course, we're always open at Red River Ford toyota.com hey everybody it's howie at robert Irwin jewelers and this year we've got a great gift idea for anybody's budget flexi diamond bangle bracelets are the perfect fit for any occasion bigger brighter diamonds better prices or online at rijewelers.com robert Irwin jewelers hey everybody this is andrew filipponi here bringing you the parlay of the day brought to you by fanduel america's number one sports book 
Maybe the worst Thursday night game of the season is tonight in Vegas. That's not stopping us from putting together a same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. I'm going with the Chargers. Stick through for almost 200 yards in relief for Justin Herbert, and I thought looked pretty adept at making plays in that offense. I'll also go over on his passing yards prop in this one, and that gets me to the total in this game. I'm confident this goes over. It's the lowest total of the week. Last Sunday, games in Pittsburgh and Cleveland had super low totals and easily went over. The 3-0 Raiders game is playing on the minds of odds makers, so go over. This parlay pays almost 4-1. to one. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sportsbook. 21 plus in President Tennessee. Bonus issued is normal drawable bonus best that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call TN Redline. 1-800-889-9789. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show. Live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. I'm going to tell you about Leaders Credit Union. Leaders Credit Union offers full-service banking, checking, savings account, loans, mortgages, credit cards, state-of-the-art technology. Here's the difference. It's not-for-profit, and it is fully owned by members and operates for their benefit. So all the money that they generate goes right back into making sure you get uh, better rates and better service. For example, this is just one example. For example, right now, they have a 5% checking account special. Earning interest on your checking account just more got more rewarding. You can now earn up to 5% APY with Champion Rewards Checking with Leaders Credit Union. Yep. 5% on your checking account, all with no monthly fee, no minimum balance, easy access to your money through their mobile app. All you got to do, go to leaderscu.com, leaders and then the letters C and U. Leaderscu.com slash ESPN for details and disclosures and apply today. All right, back on the Jeff Calkins show. Uh, a couple things I wanted to get to uh, real quick. One is, I, I think fundamentally, on the Draymond Green thing, we are supportive of this indefinite suspension, right? That that seems that seems correct, Jeffrey? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. The only thing that rubbed me the wrong way is I, I, I'm so sick of the NBA's PR. Like, we're getting it, we're working with his agent to get him counseling and whatnot. It's like, I, I, I'm just... And I'm someone well, that supports funny, like, counseling, and I support right. all that. But it's just like, come on, like what? Why? Why? Like the same question well, you asked I, about I, why? I, with I can see that it's, it's okay. So contrast it with the Jaw situation, right? Like Jaw, I do think very clearly, it was a situation where we want to work with this guy who's clearly struggling to adjust to fame and and celebrity, and maybe substance issues, or maybe you know whatever. It's he said, and we want to help him fly right. Yeah. With Draymond Green, in order for anything like counseling or to, there has to be some small, slight desire to change. Correct. And we have never seen the slightest indication that he has any interest in ever changing, including, as I read that quote from him when he was coming back from his last suspension, he just, he got, like, the notion that he would sit down with a counselor and try to figure out why he behaves like this, he thinks he's in the right every time to behave like this. So it's running into a brick wall. It seems futile. And therefore, what it actually, to me, the real question is, like with Jai, it was like, all right, we're going to sit down, it's going to be indefinite, and then we'll figure out where we're going to go from here and whatever. 
What's Draymond going to say? He's going to say, F you, and then what do you do then? Like, that's, I don't understand what you do next when Draymond says, I don't need to change. You people go stuff yourselves, right? Which is going to be his attitude because that is fundamentally what he believes. Yeah, I mean, my thing is like, really, this is the point where, this is the point where Draymond's going to take a look in the mirror? No. That's the problem. He's not. And so then if he's not taking a look in the mirror, then what do you do? Do you just give him 15 games and say whatever, you know? And then uh, the next time we'll say, like, I think, I, I, I don't know what you Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think we've seen, like, a 15-game suspension is a significant suspension. <laughs> We know, we can con- we, we can confirm a twenty five game suspension yes. is a very we can confirm uh, absolutely right. So anyway, uh, I do fundamentally agree with that. Well, like the other uh, problem is like some of these some of these punishments that you can give him. It's like all right, it makes him a little bit lighter in the wallet, but he's so rich at this point. It's like does that even motivate him? No, it's not about that. It's about it's not about the money. I don't think it's about taking him away from the team and taking like that team is teetering right now. Right. They, 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 they definitely the, look wobbly. And so it is taking him away from his team, taking, you know, it, you it, know, in much the same way that you have to assume there with job, ja, there's a moment of, um, of self-reflection where you're like, why did I do this to my team? Right. Like, yeah. and you do think that if you take, suspend Jamon for 15 games, he might forever think this is BS there. I don't deserve it, etc. But he might also think I probably can't hit people in the face anymore. Like, uh, or I'm going to hurt my, maybe. <laughs> yes, it's clearly a maybe it's clearly a maybe, but like, that's the, it's not like I think I'm wrong. Therefore I won't hit people. I need to change. I need to change my ways, but it is, they're going to keep effing me, and so I can't give them reason. Even Steph basically said that in the quote. Steph said, you know, you can't give them reason to, you know. Um, and and that's the way to be both defiant but also change your behavior. Yeah, right? I mean, the, if, the bigger problem, I guess also the NBA, in my opinion, like they have some culpability in this. It's like you've... You have allowed him to be this way. You have 100% enabled him. You have 100% enabled him. You compare the rants that Draymond routinely gets away with with what Jokic got got ejected for um, two nights ago. And it's ridiculous, right? That's Jokic, MVP, best player in the world, uh, doesn't get a second chance. Boom, he's out. And Draymond can go off on officials and off on officials and off on officials, and it's just tolerated. Yeah, and so, so you reward um, the bad behavior. It's almost like, well, we don't want to tee him up because, you know, well, the, what if that impacts the game? It's like you've allowed him to be that way. Uh, John Martin will be uh, on, uh, at, at the game tonight when the Raiders and Chargers. What's our quarterback matchup tonight, Jeffrey? You've specialized in these quarterback matchups. These Jeff, NFL we have the un- we, we have unfortunately the guy that should be like definitely should be a shortstop for you know a shortstop for a Double A team. Easton Stick. It's just a shame Easton that Stick. that that name's wasted on a quarterback. A great name. Easton yep. Stick versus my AOC, Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, Aiden O'Connell. Um, it does really. Um, it feels like it's just. Hey, been an if awful that can't year. get Jal- Al's juices going, nothing can. It feels like it's been an awful year for the NFL in terms of Qu- quarterback like, injuries. In tr- yes, it has and, not and, been great. And this and this is a year when they have stretched it thinner than ever. You know, seventeen games 
So, you know, we, we, we and we, then we, it, Jeff, it, we, went to, we went to Germany on Veterans Day. Right. We have we have Veterans Day. We have Black Friday game for the first time. Like they're trying to maximize, uh, you know, the money um, by appearing more games, more places, more whatever. It's just preposterous. More time yet, windows. Because, more time windows. And yet because of the quarterbacks and injuries, um, it's just been – it feels like every time you look up, there's a crappy game on – like not a crappy game, an unwatchable game on TV. It feels like every time you look up, there's an unwatchable game on TV. Al Michaels, it's been a tough year for Al Michaels because not only is he getting matchup, crappy matchup after crappy matchup, uh, we have recently learned that uh, NBC is not going to be using him in the playoffs this year. What his deal was, like he's doing this for Amazon, but then he also did stuff for ABC, for NBC as well. So he and had they've like let a it title be known that he's not going to. Yeah. He had some type of title, like broadcaster emeritus and so he would call one of the play like one of the uh wild card weekend playoff games when nbc would have two so Tarico collinsworth would do one and then they have a divisional game and they would that team would do the divisional game as well and then the second last year it was the jaguars it was the jaguars chargers game he called that with tony dungy well and the knock against him is that he seems bored, and he comes across as bored. And even that playoff game, which was a that was a, a crazy, that was a huge, huge, yes. huge playoff game, crazy playoff game. That he sounded like he was, you know, narrating a uh, a uh, you know whatever a uh, a middle school. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like, I don't, I don't recall. It sounded like that he was reading the phone book. It was like he was reading the phone yeah. book. Like the the winning because the game ended on a game winning kick. Right. I don't recall his lack of enthusiasm for it particularly, but as we have read this year, this week about him being sidelined during the playoffs, that's what it is. Uh, that that's what that's being pegged on is that he seems bored. And listen, you don't need artificial hype from your um, from your play by play guy, but you do need someone who seems like they're enthusiastic about being there At and entranced by what they are watching. Yeah, um, I did. By the way. Uh, before we talk about other stuff, again, Chris Harrington straight up uh, at 10 o'clock, and then we'll play do right than right trivia after that. I did want to briefly address the truly wild story uh, from Memphis this week that we have not talked about, which was the after-school Satan Club. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Are you aware of the after-school Satan Club, or have you missed this? Uh, so I saw on my email this morning for the early word, I saw the tagline, yeah. but uh, I, I yeah, no. had a few, okay, th- had a few things going well, on this morning. In case, you've, in case you've missed it, for the past few days, there has been this controversy. And you've seen it on all, all the newsstands and on news stations and certainly covered at the Daily Memphian, and, uh, but it's also been on Facebook. Chimney Rock Elementary School, there is going to be something called the After School Satan Club. Um, and, um, and when you first Please tell it, me this is an acronym. And no, no, no. And oh, when God. you first saw this, you, you, it, it was accompanied by incredible outrage. I can't believe that this is what public schools are teaching our kids. Um, after school Satan Club, what is the world coming to, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, and I will say that the notion of an after school Satan Club on its face seems a little bold. 
anyway, right? At, at, at an elementary school, an after school, school Satan club seems kind of bold. Then you have to look into it and understand what this is all about. And what happened was, once upon a time, we had something called separation of church and state, whereby uh, we were told the church should be, uh, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you want to uh, have, if you want to learn about God and faith and whatever, we can do that in church or in your family or whatever else. But they don't teach Christianity in schools, right? That doesn't. Correct. That's not what we do in this country. If you want to go to a private school where they do, but public schools don't. We don't teach Christianity. It's why First Evangelical School, for for example, is a private school. But at at uh, Gramwood or a Melrose or wherever else, you don't have Bible classes, right? Yes. Um, and uh, because um, you don't want one state religion, there's all kinds of different religions, and, yep. and that's how we do it in this. Well, anyway, uh, back in 2001, a Supreme Court decision um, held that the Good News Club, which teaches fundamentalist um, evangelical Christianity, that it could not be denied use of public facilities, that it would be discriminating against um, religious a religious club to not let them use public facilities, right? right. In other words, this wasn't a school program. Right. It's not a school it's sponsor. It's school not curriculum, program. but yes, it's exactly. It's, they're hosting. Listen, if, if you're letting, yeah, if you're letting other people use your facilities, they, the, the the argument was is you can't discriminate against. Um, and so now there are nearly four thousand good news clubs in schools across the country. Um, that are, you know, based on spreading the idea of fundamentalist um, evangelical Christianity. And so um, a group called Satanic Temple started their own club called the After School Satan Club, and they don't teach uh, that there is such a thing as Satan, or they don't worship the devil or whatever else, but they consider the Satan to be a metaphor, a, a, a metaphorical construct to represent uh, the rejection of irrationality. And what their club teaches is scientific re- reasoning and rationality and that sort of thing. Okay? And so they apply to the same schools that have, they only basically, they go to the places that have good news clubs teaching fundamentalist evangelical Christianity, and they say, yo, oh, wait, you... Um, if you use let the facilities, public facilities, be used for that, you have to let them be used for this too. And so, the Memphis City Schools, um, and they had a press conference on this yesterday. They're like, we can't keep out the after-school Satan Club. If we're letting the Good News Club in, we have to let the after-school Satan Club in. And ladies and gentlemen, that is how it works. Again, the after-school Satan Club doesn't actually teach about Satan or devil worship or anything else. It teaches scientific reasoning and rationality. But the point is, and this is just where, like I saw someone recently when it came, there was a legislator in uh, in East Tennessee who was talking about uh, school vouchers for, for private religious schools, right? And, um, and generally, uh, well, whatever. So, so So he said, we can't have, these school vouchers, these vouchers be used for religious schools. And obviously Governor Lee is, is big on vouchers and big on siphoning off uh, public money to go to private schools in that way. Um, but the problem is, if you can use those vouchers at, uh, 
at, at, at a private Christian school, you can also use those vouchers at a Muslim school. And literally a legislator in East Tennessee who would ordinarily be for voucher, voucher said, we can't be doing this. He said it with, a, with, a, with, a, with a tone of horror in the voice. What, what would happen if they would use these vouchers for a Muslim school? Well, that is the way it works, right, ladies that, and gentlemen. If you are going to be able to use vouchers to uh, use them at a Christian school, you should be able to use them for a Muslim school or a Hindu school or a Jewish school or any school. We don't pick our religions in this country. And it honestly gets back to the real point. We shouldn't have them in the schools to begin with. If you want to send your kid to learn the good news of, of, of Jesus Christ, um, do what I do. Go to Idlewild Church. Yeah. Enroll in Sunday school. Have teach teach your kids at home. Celebrate Christmas. Tell them the real meaning of Christmas. Go ahead and spread the word. Whatever your word is, whether it's whether whether you're a Jew or a Hindu or a Muslim, like raise your kid to be what you, you you to follow your faith or to understand your faith or whatever it is. Do that. But the reason that we're having the after school freaking Satan club in school in a public school. It's because we have the Good News Club in a public school, and you can't kick. And it's the reason that we shouldn't have these damn things in the schools to begin with. There is a, there's a place to learn the good news, and there's a place to learn, I guess, uh, 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 about Satan or whatever the else. Demonic news? <laughs> about the demonic news. But it, is, but it was hilarious to watch people sort of overreact to this. Um, with some sense of extraordinary, extraordinary alarm, because it is certainly catch your eye when you see what the after-school Satan club. That's kind of crazy, and it is crazy. But it's only crazy in the way that it is pointing out how uh, we were crazy in the first place. Um, all right, we uh, we got Chris Harrington coming up next. Uh, then we got writer, then write trivia. Um, if you are shopping, that I did a lot of shopping yesterday. I will say that I did a lot of shopping yesterday, um, and I'm going to go out this weekend and do a lot more shopping in person. Um, but I would suggest to you, uh, if there is someone you love who might uh, who might want something brilliant and shiny and uh, and everlasting. Uh, under the tree today to get yourself to Robert or the, this this holiday season. Get yourself to Robert Irwin Jewelers. Um, they're open, by the way, on Sundays through Christmas, and so they're going to be there to help you out for that. And so whether you're getting engaged or whether you're getting um, just something beautiful, whether it's a necklace or a bracelet or something for someone you love, a beautiful watch, um, Robert Irwin Jewelers, they've been here for um, 48 years. I mean, I see other jewelers that come and go and whatnot, make a splash, this or that. Uh, Holly and Robert Irwin Jewelers have been here for nearly 50 years, and they have all kinds of things that they do that separate them. Uh, for example, the meant-to-be guarantee, whereby if you get your made to, you, know, you design a beautiful engagement ring um, uh, with them, um, you have up to a year to return it. Um, for any reason, no questions asked. You won't want to, you won't want to return it very clearly, uh, but uh, again, up to a year to return it, no questions asked. They've got all kinds of fi financing options. Um, just walk into one of their showrooms. I go to the one that's right across from Perkins Extent, or right across from Novel on Perkins Extended. Go to the one closest to you. It's R.I. Robert Irwin Jewelers, rijewelers.com. Chris Harrington coming up next, then right at the right trivia. It is the Jeff Calkin Show, 92.9 FM News. For the ones who get it done, 
the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even... You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.